listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Good morning, ladies. Welcome to Nonstop Mom. I'm Carolyn Shuttlesworth. I know it has been a few weeks. Life has been crazy, but crazy good. Um, About three weeks ago, uh, we signed and purchased a new home in Florida, and Ted actually uh, was gone for two months traveling on the road, so it was the kids and I, and we (laughs) moved and settled in, and Ted came home from a trip to a new house. Then we jumped into our annual worship summit that we do down here in South Florida, uh, and that was a phenomenal week. Uh, people coming in from all over to uh, understand uh, a deeper level of the importance of your praise and worship and uh, the revelation of it in your life, uh, that it's not only just for you, but how it frees others. Uh, but it has been a phenomenal few weeks, just so busy, and I have been unable to Uh, get things recorded and uh, get podcasts out. And I have just been uh, in a bunch of Home Depot boxes and children and homeschooling. But I am back. I am back and I've missed everybody. And I know everyone is doing well. I keep hearing from you. uh, So I am so happy that you are back with me on the podcast. Uh, So what I'm coming back to you with is I'm going to be talking about your health. You know, it is thrown in our faces so much. It's almost overwhelming uh, nowadays in society because there's like a new diet, a new workout routine, and you need to do this, and you need to do it this way, and you have to do this. And I'm telling you, I'm just so old school that we have to just get back to what the Word of God instructs us, what it's telling us to do. You know, just like with anything, when you purchase a car, when you purchase a toy, when you purchase a, you know, appliance, everything comes with a manual. Nothing that you buy comes without directions. They don't just give you something and have you figure it out. Everything you get, if you order, you know, furniture offline on Overstock, you know, anything like that, they're giving you instructions to put it together, to have it so it lasts for a long time, so it doesn't break down. And so that's exactly what we need to do in regards to the health of our bodies. There is so much God wants us to do. So much God wants us to do as women, as mothers, as wives, and we cannot do everything God has called us to do if we are sick in our body, if we are lazy, if we are tired, if we don't feel like doing anything all the time, or taking care of what we need to be taking care of. So it's important that we go to our manual. What does the Word of God say about being healthy? Why does God want us healthy? That's what we should actually be thinking. Not, can I fit into my size two skinny jeans? You know, that will all come (laughs) later on down the road. And not everyone has to be a size two. That's another thing. We don't have to get stuck on labels and sizes as long as it fits correctly. Ladies, 
We have to make sure our clothes fit correctly. If our size is larger, but we want to be in a smaller size right now, don't do it. Just go with your size. Be happy. Own it. Wear it well. Anyway, I'm going to get off on a rant there, and I don't want to do that right now because I want to focus on why God wants us healthy. That's the main question that we should be asking ourselves. Not what new diet do I need to be doing this month? What new, you know, what new workout app I have to get? Because physical exercise, yes, is good. And it does take care of our bodies. But I believe what is also more importantly is what we intake to our body. What are we eating all the time? What are we doing? doing with the temple that God's provided for us. So I am asking that question on this podcast. Why does God want us healthy? And I wrote out three points here. And I just want to, like I said, get past the thought of what society throws at us because it can be overwhelming. You know, every day if I'm like, you know, get on my Facebook to answer messages or check out Instagram, literally on my newsfeed, there's like, a new workout plan, you can get this, spend, you know, 20 bucks a month, you know, the first month is free, 20 bucks after that, and you can have the best workouts and the meal plan sent directly to your doorstep. And it's like, we have to look past all of what's being thrown out there and get down to the nitty gritty. That's what I'm going to say. Let's get down to the basics. The basics is we need self-control. We need discipline. We need obedience to God's word. We don't need to spend $50 a month to get meal plans sent to our door. We need to work on a fruit of the spirit, which is self-control. We don't need to spend $20 a month on a workout app to tell us to do 10 lunges, you know, in 30 seconds. Why can't we just do that ourselves and put our own timer on and save the money and not waste it? So that's where my mind is thinking is we need to get down to the basics. We need to get down to having self-control, having discipline, having, you know, the knowledge of what the word of God says. Uh, So our first one, my first point is our body is God's temple and for us to care for. God has given us our body. We have to realize that it's, it's not our own. He gave it to us. It still belongs to him. It says in 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20, Don't you realize that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and is given to you by God? You don't belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. You must honor God with your body. Eating yourself until you have diabetes, eating yourself until other issues arise in your body is not honoring God with your body. It's not our body. That's what we have to remember. It is borrowed. You do not belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price. Jesus died on the cross. Think about, you know, don't just like dwell on it at Easter time. Think long and hard about what he did on that day. How he was tortured and beaten 
and, you know, gave his life up for us so we don't have to go through sickness. Yes, the devil causes sickness, but also a lot of times it's ourselves that cause infirmities on our body because we're not taking care of the temple. We can't get mad at the at, at uh, the devil when we've you know eaten our bodies to having diabetes, uh, joint pain, uh, all these things that arise when you don't take care of your body or if you get too heavy. You know, it is our own lack of self control. It's not the enemy that's attacking you. It is you know what you're doing to the temple that God's given to you. And so we have to remember that he bought us with a high price. Uh, it says here um, what I, uh, that our body, that I, that I put down for my first point on my notes here is our body is God's temple and for us to take care of for. So we have to remember when I just read that 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20, that, you know, God's Holy Spirit lives inside of us as a believer. And when we become that believer, he gives us the spirit to help us live the kind of life that he wants us to live. The kind of life that God wants us to live is not tired and overweight and, you know, depressed about now. You know, now we're battling what people think of us, what we look like. Uh, obesity, uh, you know, sickness, all different kinds of sicknesses come from uh, not taking care of our body. Our immune system is broken down. And so we have to remember that he died at a high price. So we don't have to live in the prayer line at church. So many people come up for prayer for ailments in their body and in all reality, they need to learn self-control. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to sound harsh here. I'm just trying to get down to like the, the realistic, the reality of, you know, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, the basics. What is the reality of this? I understand some people um, have some of these things that they were born with, but it doesn't mean they have to be kept. Yes, Jesus is is healing them. Jesus is going to heal them. He is our healer. But there are so many people in this world that are battling stuff they shouldn't be battling. And it was because of decisions they made of what they put into their temple, of what they put into their body. And I was, I was looking up different verses in regard to this when I was thinking it. Listen to this. I mean, you think... You know, hopefully you're not thinking I'm being harsh right now. But if you are, go to Proverbs 23.2 in your Bible. If you are a big eater, put a knife to your throat. I mean, so you think I'm being harsh. Proverbs 23.2. If you are a big eater, put a knife to your throat. That means don't overeat. Put a knife to your throat if you are a man given to appetite. What? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Do we even know what the word of God says about overeating, about not taking care of our body? 
Jesus in this verse is specifically warning against um, intemperance. That is a lack of moderation or restraint. I went to the dictionary here and looked it up. Intemperance, the lack, I wanted to get, I knew what it meant, but I wanted to get the exact full definition. And it's plain and simple. Lack of moderation or restraint. So Jesus specifically there is warning against that in the last days. Overeating is a form of intemperance and is responsible for many degenerative diseases. Overeating is responsible for that. And that's where it comes into how our body is God's temple and we have to learn self-control and take care of it. Because, you know, it's like I was thinking when I was thinking of the word borrow. You know, if Ted, um, my husband, he's very, very specific about his things, uh, his laptop and all his one million things of technology that he has with his pianos and his instruments and his tech gear and his cameras and his microphones and the list can go on. So, you know, that stuff is not cheap stuff. So he's very cautious of his things. So, you know, it's like if I asked to borrow one of his expensive items, you know, he's expecting it to be returned the way he lent it to me. So I was thinking about that with the Lord, like he lent us our bodies. He made them when he created our bodies, he created them in his image and to be, you know, how he wanted them to run, knowing what, what fuel, what food, what stuff we were supposed to put in our body to keep it in good shape and lent it to us. And we're supposed to be taking care of our temple and our body for him. But a lot of us are giving our bodies back in very bad shape. And we have to remember that it's not ours. We need to make sure that we realize that this borrowed body of ours, we need while we're here on the earth, which this will lead into my third point, but I'm not going to get there yet, is we need to take care of it. We need to take care of this this one body, this one uh, flesh body that we get and take care of it a lot better than we are. So I'm going to go over here to number two that I wrote down. Being healthy is a good witness. So I worked on number one, our body is God's temple and for us to, t- to care for. Now I'm showing how being healthy is a good witness. A good witness to our children. You know, children obesity is on a like a high uh, ramping up, Ted, you know, Ted and I will watch some of these, um, food documentaries on Netflix and <laughs> it's like one in the next couple of years. I don't know. It was like one in every three kid is going to have, uh, diabetes. That's crazy. That's crazy. What are we feeding our children? What are we feeding ourselves? So number two, being healthy is a good witness. And so I was thinking about uh, witnesses, and I, I, I came to this verse, and um, here, I'm pulling it up here in my notes. All right, Acts 1.8. 
You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. You know, there's a certain way we're supposed to look as a witness. How on earth can we be overweight, unhappy, tired, sick, and trying to tell somebody about Jesus? Are they going to want the Jesus we serve? We show no lack of self-control, no no discipline, and and because of that, it shows disobedience to the word of God. So how can we be witnesses for the Lord if that's what we're portraying just by not taking care of our temple? Witnessing has to go beyond words. We have to remember this. Witnessing has to go beyond words. Our actions are also an important vehicle for demonstrating our faith. So it's got to go beyond just saying it. Saying it is important. Yes, you know, we're big on speaking our confession and our words matter. So yes, but but like I said, I'm not voiding what we're saying. I'm saying it's got to go beyond. Witnessing has to go beyond words. Our actions are an important vehicle for demonstrating our faith. So we have to realize that being healthy is a good witness. So that Acts 1.8 reminds us that we're able to be witnesses for other people. People are looking to us to be models of the Christian faith. So Christian faith, it is a lot of things. You know, yes, it's laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover. Yes, it's it's salvation. You know, it, yes, it's living in prosperity and being blessed to not only have our lives blessed, but to bless others and to bring people up from the darkness, from poverty, from sin. Yes, that is true. But we also have to be models of our Christian faith and how we take care of our body. So we need to desire our life, well, we need to desire our lives in a way that represent our faith well. And I believe that taking care of our body, taking care of our health, that's one way we could be a good witness. Yes, there are many ways, but this definitely is one way to be a good witness. Um, we just had our worship summit and uh, we had... Uh, Minister Jenya Jackson, uh, some of you may know her from her album she's put out, or you've followed me on Instagram and you've you know seen me post about her, but she is one of the best worship leaders in <laughs> the world, and she's actually a worship leader at our church, and she was uh, one of our guest speakers at the worship summit, and she talked about how, you know, it was hard. A friend had told her a story about how it was hard for them to receive from ministers that were obese because it just showed a lack of self-control and how it was a bad witness. And so I started thinking about that statement and that's what led me to understanding that it has to go beyond words. We have to uh, be healthy as a good witness for other people. Number three that I wrote down 
uh, is more energy to do God's work. That is so key. We don't have a lot of time. Jesus is coming back soon and we have to work. We have to get our things done. We have to do what God's called us to do. He's called each and every person to do something great for the kingdom. He has a plan for everybody. It says in the Bible that the steps of a righteous man are ordered. We need to carry out those steps. God's work is going to get done on this earth. And he's called you to do it. If you are unable to do it, it's moving to somebody else who's going to be willing and obedient. But I'm telling you, it is a blessing to be used by God. It is a blessing to do everything to the best of your ability. Regardless if you're on the platform, if you're just a stay-at-home mom, or you're just a, a, a lady that has a career, you've got to do it with the best of your ability that God's called you to do. So you don't want him to move on from what he has planned for your life. And, you know, you're not taking action because you can't do anything because you have no energy to do God's work. He's going to open that door for someone else and say, listen, this person over here is willing and obedient to do it. He's going to be moving on. And so we need to make sure that in number three, we have more energy to do God's work. Uh, here I wrote down, um, let's see, Ephesians 2.10. I wrote down the, the verse and I forgot to write that one out. So let me go to that here. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God afore prepared that we should walk in them. Listen to that again. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God afore prepared that we should walk in them. He wants us to walk in his good works. He wants us. And so, you know, when I was talking about uh, the Genia, what Genia talked about with that statement is taking care of the one vessel we get. And that's what I was talking about. We, I, and, and she was talking about how dare us not to operate at our full potential because we lack self-control or we extremely lazy. And that's what got me, you know, I was in the gym. This is the thing, you know, a lot of people say, I don't have the time. I have four kids at home. I can't do this and I can't do that. I have learned that we can do whatever we want. I get that we can't always work out. I just couldn't do it for a whole entire month. Ted was gone. We were moving. Three kids got homeschooling. I had to set something aside. But, but just because I didn't get to get out and work out doesn't mean I trashed my body with the wrong food. See, that's where people almost, it's like, Eating right and exercising have to go hand in hand, but that's not true. Exercising is great. Uh, the Bible says that it's good. It says, though, that obviously f working our spirit man, filling that with the word of God is more important, but also physical activity is important. 
So obviously, if you had to choose, like, I only have a certain amount of time today. Do I go work out or do I spend time with the Lord? Spend time with the Lord. But, you know, a lot of times, like what I was just saying is you feel like um, if I don't work out, then, you know, there's no point in eating right. But that's not true. Working out is great. But the most important thing we need to focus on is if you never ran another day in your life, what are you feeding your temple? What are you putting in your body? You know, there are some really good diets out there. You know, people who want to have moderation, it helps them with self-control. Weight watchers help certain people. Keto, people eat keto as a lifestyle. Very low carb, not much sugar. You know, so you have to, there are some good ways out there to eat that are not quick fixes that you can eat as a lifestyle. Get into that mode. Get into that uh, focus of how you can eat like that. Because I could have not worked out for that month that I was so busy and eaten like trash. And now a month later would have regretted it. But you can still, you know, continue to treat your body well so you can have the energy to do God's work. There are people that are anointed all over this world that I run into, but they are out of shape, they have no self-control, and they're very gifted people. Very gifted in what God has called them to do. But the problem is they're getting to the point where they're going to be unable to use their gift that God has given to them. And that right there is is a shame. It's It's like, it's a shame and disobedient to the word of God. He's called you to do something. When I call my children, they better answer. When I call their name. They better look at me and respond. When I call their name and tell them to do something, they better do it. So when I hear that, that God's called people, that's what I think of them saying their name and they better turn around. Yes, sir. What can I do, Lord? But if we're going to not take care of our temple and not take care of our body, you know, as mother, I've got to be a good example for my three children. I've got to make sure they eat right and understand these principles. So when they get out on their own, just like the word of God says in the verse, train them up. So when they're not with you, it won't depart from them. Okay. Train them up in many ways, not just faith in the word of God, not just, you know, learning how to tithe and give offering every area, train them up. I'm training my children in all areas, all areas, because one of these areas, health to your body. Why does God, the question I asked at the beginning, why does God want us healthy is principles they need to learn. So I want to be the best witness that I can teach them has nothing to do with, uh, I, I just people who, who don't know me very well. I could care less what society says about things. I could care less. If it does not line up with the word of God, I 
could care less. A lot of things I read about health, I'll take into consideration and, you know, line it up with the word of God. But other than that, I'm just going to teach my children self-control, self-control, because that's our main issue. You know, people, <laughs> I I uh, I laugh uh Sometimes, you know, when I'm talking to my husband, obviously, if you know him, he's very funny. But I was telling him the other day that, you know, it's funny what people, when you lose weight or something, they come up to you and they want to know, you know, what's wrong with you. It's like, why is there something wrong with me? I feel great. I'm healthy. I'm in shape. It's called self-control and discipline. Okay, ladies, I'm not trying to sound harsh out there. I'm just trying to help you. We have to get back to the basic, to the root of this. We need to learn discipline and self-control. And starting it is always hard. But when you get into it and you've you've taken action and you've taken that self-control, because we have to learn self-control in all areas of our life. I mean, if we if we lack self-control in this area, uh then it makes it harder in other areas that we're supposed to have self-control in. We need to make sure we're practicing it in all areas. So we are his masterpiece, like I read, and he has a great plan for us. And so uh, we see in Ephesians 2.10 that uh, we're created to do things that he has planned a long time for us to do. And we know that to be more fit and healthy and we have more energy And that energy, we can put whatever task that we're called to do, we can do it. We'll be able to better sustain ourselves through the long haul, which is true. I travel for a living with my husband, going from meeting to meeting to meeting, and I feel great. I don't always get to work out, but when I eat properly and take care of the temple that God has provided for me, and you know, I didn't always think this way. I I grew up in a household that, you know, didn't just like let me gorge on whatever snacks and treats I wanted. And I'm very thankful for that. I um I wasn't allowed to drink a lot of soda. It was kind of more like that was a treat while going to a restaurant, um, going to, you know, my grandparents' house or something like that. My mom just didn't have it on hand. And to this day, I don't drink soda. I only drink water. I'll have... um like one cup of coffee throughout the day, maybe two. I'll do like a a hot cup in the morning and like a cold brew in the afternoon. And other than that, the only drinks I drink are water. I don't even like juice. But it was trained in me. So, you know, even with my kids, they can have soda. I'm not one of those moms that's like, you know, a fanatic about it. Because we have to realize that uh, other things you eat equal the same, you know, of, of a soda. So, you know, I used to think, you know, oh my gosh, this is lesser, but it's not. It's all garbage. It's all crap that's going in your body and it's the same. So, you know, you think apple juice is better for you over a Coke? Uh, probably not. Uh, if you look at the sugar intake in both of them, it's all chemicals and it's all bad for you. So I used to think, oh, well, they're going to have apple juice versus Sprite. Who cares, really? Honestly, when you look into what's made in both of them and the whole, like, 100% juice, that's negative. Unless you're really squeezing the apple and you're getting 100% of the juice. 
So, if I bursted anyone's bubble, I'm sorry. My bubble was burst a long time ago. Just let them have Sprite if they want it versus apple juice. So anyway, I don't even buy soda at my house now because, you know, I'm not getting my kids trained in that because that's how I was trained to have self-control. It can be considered a treat. It's not going to be considered a drink that you drink like water. And so, you know, my kids are nine, five, and three, and their favorite drinks are water. You know, so far it's worked. <laughs> my plan has worked. Ha <laughs> ha. No. <laughs> and, you know, and I tell them drinking that water is like taking a shower on the inside of your body. Picture that when you turn on a shower, when you drink that, it is cleansing out your body. So I've taught my children these things and these visuals to have and I'm teaching them self-control if you're going to have this treat now after that it's going to be something healthy it's going to be you know some vegetables I understand everything has sugar I I get that um but we need to learn to make different choices to take care of our body. So that is what I've been teaching them. And so we have to have that, like my point for number two, being a good witness for our children. We have to understand that. And so what we believe determines what we do. What we believe will determine what we do. What can you do today to change how you're taking care of your temple, how you're taking care of your body? What is something you can cut out today? Um, you know, people think I'm, uh, I'm going to just eat fruit smoothies. That's it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do these healthy smoothies. Well, I also hate to burst your bubble, but those are so full of sugar. So that's not something you can do every day. You know, that's what I'm saying. You see these wonderful Instagrams of, um, these, uh, fruit smoothie drinks and we're going to add spinach and everything. I'm not saying they're bad to have all the time, but realize that that can also increase your sugar in your body and your pant size. So if you're wondering why you decided to go on a smoothie diet and you're not losing any weight, that's why it's full of sugar. So it's just being cautious of what you're intaking into your body. And it is hard. It's hard nowadays because I'm telling you we live in this social media world where everybody posts pictures of their food they're doing uh, boomerangs of them eating the most amazing donuts they found on Yelp and you know and so people get into it and it's almost you know this is how I look at it I, I mean a food addiction you know I guess that's what you can say but it's like they're addicted to the action of it I guess that's how you would say it, but it's almost like they're addicted to the social media aspect of it. And then you end up doing it and eating it because it looked good on film. It looked good in the picture. It looked good because you're bragging about it. And now you've really eaten a donut or a giant cake that you really slightly could have cared less about, but you did it because you're with people. You did it for the social media aspect. And then now, you know, our bodies are unhealthy. We're 10 pounds overweight and we did it all for social media pictures. Like, in reality, that's how I look at it. Because it's like, 
who cares? Take a picture of it and then start writing hashtag I didn't eat it. <laughs> that just cracked me up. That's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start going to all of these wonderful places that everyone goes to. And as they're like eating it and taking these pictures for social media, I'm going to take a picture and do hashtag I didn't eat it. <laughs> anyway, that struck me funny. But I want to encourage you. Health comes from obedience to God's commands. Healthy in all areas. We have to be healthy in all areas. So health comes from obedience to God's commands and putting full trust in him. I want to end my podcast with this verse. And I love, love, love this verse. Um, Anytime. I, I thought I... I thought I had it pulled up, but I will get it here. John 3, 1 and 2. Beloved, I pray that in all things thou... Why is this on the ASV? I don't know. Who changed my settings here? I want the NLT. All right, here we go. Third John one, two. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and you are healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. So let's make a plan today to be both. Let's make wise decisions on taking care of God's body and being strong in spirit. Just imagine how you will feel being strong in both areas. You know, it's got to be frustrating for a strong-spirited man with a very terrible, heavy, sick body. I mean, it's time we stop becoming prayer projects, ladies, moms, young women, whoever's listening. It's time that we are the ones that are healthy in body, strong in spirit, laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover, working miracles, Living a strong life in the Lord. That's our time. That's how Christians are supposed to be. That's exactly what we're supposed to be looking like. Christians are to be walking on this earth at a much higher level. We have to stop becoming the prayer projects. We have to stop going through the prayer line for every joint ache, for every, you know, diabetes, for every uh, obese obesity disease that comes with with having you know an unhealthy body I don't know them all there's so many when I looked them up online to get statistics we have to stop living at a lower level than we are called it's not what God has for us it's not what God has for us you can see it three John third John one two I hope all is well with you and that you are two things Healthy in body and strong in spirit. So right there, the word of God tells us we are to be both. We are to be both. To operate at our full potential. To operate at our full potential as a mom, a wife, a, a, a worker for God. We have to operate our full potential in both areas. It says it and we are to do it. That you're healthy in body and you're strong in spirit. So I'll list the the three things that I said. One, our body is God's temple and for us to care for. 
Two, being healthy is a good witness. And three, we'll have more energy to do God's work. And yes, I could go on. There are hundreds of lists of as to why uh, God wants us to be healthy. But those were three things that came to me as I was thinking about this topic. And we have a vessel that God's borrowed, given, lent to us that we are borrowing from him. And we need to take care of it. We need to take it serious. And we need to make changes. So if there's anything today that you feel like you need to make a change. And I encourage you. I encourage you. I am not perfect in my eating. I work hard at it. I have, I will say, I have great self-discipline. But if I want a dessert here and there, I do it. I, I don't, you know, give up stuff. Some people may have to for a while. But you have to realize that you need to have to know that you have self-control. See, I know I have self-control. So if I go and have some dessert or something, you know, here and there, I'm not beating myself up over it because I know I have good self-control over my eating habits. So you don't have to be a slave to your eating habits. We need to make sure we know how to operate our flesh and have complete control over it. I hope this has encouraged you today. I know some things might have been a little on the harsh side, but hey, I love you. I love you. I want to see you healthy. I want to see you strong. I want to see you happy. And I want to see you doing what God has called you to do. So if you've listened to this entire podcast and you stuck it out, thank you so much. And if you have any questions about it and about healthy, where to start, I'm happy to help you. I'm happy to guide you. I'm happy to encourage you. You can write me on Instagram. You can find me as Carolyn Shuttlesworth, or you can find me on Facebook on Nonstop Mom. Uh, make sure to get on the Facebook uh, page group that I have. There's a private group, and I'm going to be doing a Facebook Live next week. I've got a special uh, guest with me, a wonderful, wonderful uh, pastor uh, that's going to be sitting down with me, and I don't want you to miss it. So make sure you're a part of the group, and I'll make more announcements on social media as to when, what day I'll be doing it uh, next week, but I don't want you to miss it. And it's time, ladies, that we are living out our full potential. We are made strong. We're made to do a lot of things. You know, as I've been uh, getting into the word on um, on women lately, it's just amazing how much, how strong God made us, how strong God made us. And so we need to make sure we are taking care of our body, even when it's busy. I get it that it's easier to grab uh certain food items because we can be so busy and multitasking but we really have to work harder at making better decisions so I encourage you if you need um, help in this area I can help you I can guide you on things to eat and what to do so make sure you can um, you contact me on one of those uh, social media avenues and thanks for hanging in with me and I am so happy to be back week to week with you on my podcast and I'll see you next week bye